Happy New Year and welcome to 2021. I'm Paul Sweeney from the Business Behind Your Business podcast and from all of us here, we hope you have a great 2021 and that your goals and your successes are all that you want to achieve. So join us this year as we explore many other aspects of things you need to know as to be successful in your business. Welcome to the Business Behind Your Business, conversations to help your business grow and thrive. Hi, I'm Paul Sweeney, founder of Predium Solutions, chartered accountants and certified business advisors, hosting the Business Behind Your Business. Is goal setting important? Well, we talked about business plans and whether they're the same as goal setting and goal setting is a component of creating a business plan. Um, the goal setting drives the actions in your business plan, but they're not the same thing. Now, some people would think that that means that I'm not saying that goal setting is not important. In fact, goal setting is really important. It's a starting point or one of the starting points before we actually go into it, the business planning process. Now, the foundation here is that before we go and look at our business goals, we, as business owners, we have personal goals. We have reasons for why we started our businesses. We have reasons for uh, why our business exists, what we want to get out of our business. And often the anxiety or the frustration, a lot of the stress that I see with business owners comes from the fact that the personal goals are not being met by the business. So a lot of people start their business with the goal of having more time, having more profit, having more flexibility, uh, but the business that they're running doesn't deliver on that. So our personal goals drive the satisfaction we get from running our business. So if our goals are not being acted upon or not being met, then we need to change the actions that we're um that we're undertaking daily in our business. So we're gonna have a look at this idea of business goals and personal goals and how they affect the outcomes we've got. Now, welcome to 2021. It's been an interesting time. It's been a tough time for many business owners and a lot of people are reassessing their goals. And one of the things I'm seeing out on social media in particular is that people are saying that Goal setting this year was particularly easy because they're recycling their goals from 2020. Uh, they're recycling them because none of them got met. Now, th- I've got some comments to say on that as well, but look, let's have a look at where we're at at the moment and, and what stage our business is at. Now, there's a lot of opportunities there, but let's not focus on that at the moment. Well, let's come back to this idea of why does our business exist and what do we want it to achieve? For us, so many business owners um, say that they want more time with family and more flexibility, more leisure time. But their business they've created doesn't generate that for them. In fact, they're taking more time in their business and more time away from their family. They're more stressed, so the time they do have with the family is not quality time. It's stress. They're thinking about the business when they should be spending time investing in their family, enjoying their family, enjoying the holidays that they want and all of those things that are really important to them. So the business should be supporting those goals. So where do we start? Where do we start with this process? So we should have goals. 
Uh, we should have goals. And look, there's a lot of research around on goal setting and there's methods and processes we should follow. Um, so a lot of the reason I think that goals are not met and a lot of new resolutions don't succeed is, uh, look, goals are too vague. We're not specific enough with them. And, and look, there's a model which is a smart method of, of business goals uh, or an acronym. Uh, and the first one is, is talking about specificness. So specific goals. So if you're, I say my goal is to lose weight, um, if I don't put a target on it, then you know, if I if I lose a hundred grams, uh, have I been successful? Well, yeah, I've lost weight, but I may not be happy with the outcome. So if I set a more specific goal about how much weight I want to lose, um, then I can take steps to to actually say, well, what am I going to do to lose that weight? What am I going to do? What are the steps that I'm going to take to lose weight? And uh, what do I need to be doing? Do I need to exercise more? Well, if I need to exercise more, I need to make time for it. Or I've got to decide what activities I'm going to do that are going to help me lose weight. Am I going to run? Am I going to go to the gym? Am I going to change my diet? What are the steps I'm going to take? So our goals are actually very important, particularly when we come to setting a business plan. So what are those goals? And and, and we talked about that SMART acronym, so S-M-A-R-T, and, and, and the M in that stands for measurable. So we need to have some measurable actions in there, and that helps. Um, so a lot of the research says that our goals fail because of a lack of accountability um, and a lack of uh, you know measurement, you know, and they're not specific enough, not specific targets so that we don't know exactly what we need to do. So, um, so we need to have in place these actions, but Let's go back a step. So why does our business exist? Okay, if my business exists to give me more leisure time, but I'm spending more time in my business, then I need to have a look at how my business is operating. So if I'm working 14 hours a day in my business, which is going to cause me a lot of stress, it's going to cause a lot of issues with my family, then how do I change that? If my goal is to only work eight hours a day in my business, what do I need to do? What's going to free up those extra six hours of time? So I need to look at, do I need better systems in place? Can I automate some of the things I'm doing? So if my goal is to eliminate six hours of work a day, what are some of the things that I, specific actions that I can do? Okay, I know I've got a specific target. I want to eliminate six hours of time spent on work a day. So how am I going to do that? Well, I can uh, automate some of my accounting processes, some of my data entry processes. I can use those to eliminate some time and that might free up one hour a day but I still need another five hours so it might mean that okay what are some of the things I'm doing in my day that could be done by somebody else more efficiently with a better outcome better quality and in less time and less cost so there may be actions there so that this is where outsourcing a lot of your services or a lot of these repetitive tasks or even things like um, you know putting together marketing plans or, or actually creating the, the images for your social media. But let's, let's look at, you know, bookkeeping is something like that a lot of business owners cling onto. They hold onto, they hold it tight because they don't want to let it go. They, they, they don't want other people to know what's going on. Look, I think you need to let that go. If you're, unless you're an accountant or a bookkeeper, if, unless that's your business, you shouldn't be doing that. Okay. Give that responsibility to someone who can do it more efficiently than you, who can do it more accurately, that knows the rules, knows what needs to be done, and that make sure that they report to you 
the, the key financial information and that you understand it. But you shouldn't be doing that. So you can automate a lot of it with modern accounting systems and, and, and tools like Receipt Bank and HubDoc and you know, all of the different cloud applications these days. But the actual process of you know, making sure it's all right, that's been reconciled, that missing information is tracked down, that the expenses are, are all there, that debtors are being chased, those sorts of things can be outsourced to free up your time. So that's one way that we can free up time. Another way would be like looking at our processes and saying, hey, we're doing the same thing over and over again, so why not create a process for that? Instead of having to think what we're doing, we create a process. We create checklists and forms. This step has to be completed. Um, I I remember early on in my accounting um, career, um, I started a new role in a a bigger firm than what I'd been used to. And one of the things that became very obvious early on was that a lot of steps were being missed in the process. And the reason for that was there was no documentation of the steps. So junior employees didn't know the steps they had to follow. So we would get jobs that were uh, presented for review, quality review by managers, and there'd be steps missing. There'd be common mistakes. Uh, And all because there was no documented process. There was no uh, step-by-step process uh, or a checklist to make sure that they'd actually completed all the steps. Now, once we put that process in place, we were able to reduce the time taken by um, yeah, 40 to 60% on each job. And that's a huge saving. So if you're able to put that kind of process in place in your business and free up time, um, then that means that delegating tasks to your employees or, or delegating tasks to outsourced assistants, um, the work that comes back to you is complete. It's accurate. It's in the format that it needs to be. And you don't have to spend as much time reviewing that work So you can free up a lot of your time by putting in place good documentation, good systems that can be easily followed by somebody else. So develop a process, a system for those repeatable tasks. And that will save a lot of time. So here we go. We've gone from working 14 hours a day down to eight hours a day just by documentation. So there's some of the steps that we could put in place to actually achieve our goal. And so Coming back to our acronym about we're talking about SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T. So A, actionable items. So we in my goal setting of coming from 14 hours to eight hours a day of work, um, I've set in place some actions of what I can do. I can automate my accounting, I can outsource the day-to-day to, to a bookkeeper, I can outsource some of the administration to a to a virtual assistant or a personal assistant, or even employ somebody on a part-time basis to do that. And I can put in place documented processes to ensure that all the tasks done by my employees are consistently done accurately the first time and I have to spend less time reviewing that work um, and less time um, doing tasks that could be done by somebody else, um, which means I've got more time to work on my business and actually develop new sales opportunities, new clients, new revenue, growing my business. So instead of clinging on to a lot of those actions, I'm letting them go and getting somebody else who is capable of doing the work, but giving them guidance on how the work is to be done and the format it's to be completed to and presented at so that it's done accurately. I'm not then having to go and fix things all the time. So I've got some actionable steps there. 
Now, realistic, you know, is 14 hours down to eight hours realistic? Look, I think it certainly is if, I, if that's what I'm looking at. And particularly if I'm working 14 hours a day as a business owner, then that's way too much. It has effects on my health, my, my stress, my family relationships, and I'm not working effectively. So yes, that is a realistic goal for me. And so what would be the last part of that acronym is T, talking about time bound. So when do I need to get this done by? When do I need to get this in place by? If I don't put a time limit on it or a date, a due date, I'm gonna keep pushing that back and back and further. And eventually it'll still be there. And this is where we come to people setting their goals for 2021 and just recycling 2020 because they didn't actually put any due dates or, or time-based uh, boundaries on, on what they wanted to achieve. It, it's amazing how much more you can get done the week before you go on holidays because you've got a deadline, you've got a, a time period when things have to be done by. We can do the same thing with our goals. We can put realistic goals in there, but unless we're accountable to it, and people understand that's the date that we want to achieve this by. Then it makes it harder. Uh, it makes it harder to commit to it. makes it harder to make sure it happens. Particularly if um, you're not communicating your goals to uh, your employees or your team members or your business partner. You need to communicate what those goals are and what the time periods are so that everybody is on the same page and working towards the same goal. So... Goals can be effective. Goal setting is very important. I'm not saying that we don't need goals in our business planning process. The business planning process is actually the steps, the mechanism of which we implement the actions we need to take to make sure our goals are met. So our personal goals will affect our business goals. So I mentioned, I use the, well, I use the example of, of how much time I spend in my business. And that is one goal that's particularly relevant for a lot of small and startup businesses. You know, we're spending way too much time in the business. Another goal is how much profit you want to make. And, and, and that's a goal where we need to be specific. It's one of the hardest questions for people to answer when I'm meeting with them the first time is that how much profit do you want to make? And often there's silence because we haven't put a specific figure on it. And that comes back to, well, what do I need? How much money do I need to support the lifestyle that I want or to meet the financial commitments that I'm going to have from some of my lifestyle decisions, some of my personal decisions? So I want this particular house or I want to send my kids to this particular school and it's going to cost uh, $20,000 a year. So what do I need to generate in terms of income to meet those financial needs? So our personal goals will affect our business goals. And they affect, our business goals affect the plans and the actions we need to take. They drive those actions. So the goals are very important, but we want to make sure that we're not in this situation of recycling goals from year to year. We need to have actions to take. So we need to write them down. I think that writing them down commits them, commits to them, but you need to tell somebody about them. Okay, if you just keep the goal to yourself and don't uh, communicate that with anybody or, or tell, become accountable to anybody, then it's very easy to say, well, 
that you know wasn't really a goal or, or not actually take the steps to it you need to commit to your to your goals to the actions to meet those goals uh, and I think this is where small business owners uh, run into trouble because we're often an island okay we, we often shoulder so much responsibility for our business and, and we're not prepared to share our, our frustrations our, our needs our questions with other people so it's important to have a group of people that you can be accountable to they're actually going to hold you to your your what you say to hold you to your goals hold you to your actions follow up on you and say how are you going why haven't you done this you know you say you want to have uh, you know an extra uh, $20,000 of sales each month but what are you doing about it why haven't you put in place that new marketing strategy or why haven't you introduced that new service somebody that you're prepared to um, be accountable to but also to accept that they're going to they're going to call you out when you haven't haven't acted the way that you said you would we, there's a lot of talk around about having um, what we call big hairy audacious goals and that's a, a, a phrase that's come out through um, I think through uh, Built to Last or Wood to Great um, Jim Collins being the, the very famous author of those books um, talking about a big hairy audacious goal so setting goals that are actually uh, you know far out there um, to actually inspire you to do a lot more the problem with that is that some people don't set realistic goals there you do need to be realistic in terms of your goals realistic in terms of uh, are they achievable can you achieve them or are there other steps you need to take before you can do that uh, look uh, if it's not a realistic goal, then you're going to be disappointed if you don't meet it. But that's not to say we shouldn't be ambitious. We should have um, yeah, yeah, audacious goals. We should have them, but they should also be realistic. So if we want to go from turning over $10,000 a month to $100,000 a month, that's a big goal. So what are the steps you're going to need to do to put in place in your business to achieve that? Yeah, you might not only achieve revenue of $50,000 a month, but that's a big improvement on $10,000 a month. So having an audacious goal sets um, actions in place to really improve your business, providing you commit to it, providing you are accountable, and providing you put some specific um, targets on it and specific time frames. So... Goal setting is important. Personal goals are important. Um, at this time of year, or even at the beginning of any year, whether it's a financial year or a calendar year, having goals in place uh, helps drive the actions you're going to take. We want to be in a situation where we can celebrate our goals, celebrate the achievements that we've we've made. We don't want to be able to. We don't want to be in December next year and look back and say, "Hey." Uh, 2021 was a waste or you know look, look, let's move on and forget about it because we didn't achieve anything let's set some goals in place and work towards achieving them throughout the year and make sure that we uh, um, yeah don't have a, a situation where we're recycling our, our, our goal setting each year you know we don't want to be in a situation where we say hey we didn't get it in 2020 well let's try it again in 21 or 22 
Um, let's set new goals for 2022 by making sure we smash our goals in this year, that we achieve the goals we set out to. So, yeah, look, we want you to achieve your goals. We want you to achieve your personal goals as well as your business goals. And that's why uh, we've created the Business Behind Your Business podcast. We want small business owners and medium business owners to grow their businesses, to be profitable, to have successful businesses that support your reasons for being in business, those personal goals. And, and that's why we've created this. We want the knowledge there to help you grow your business. So one of our goals is to, is to get more people to listen to the podcast, to share more with business owners. Um, so one of the things we're asking you to do is share this podcast with somebody you know. Share it with uh, a business colleague. Share it with somebody in your business chamber, in your social network. Please uh, share this podcast with one person um, so that we can help them grow their business and achieve their goals for 2021. Thanks for listening. Do you have a question you'd like our team of experts to answer? If you do, send your question to podcast at thebusinessbehindyourbusiness.com. To hear more from The Business Behind Your Business, don't forget to subscribe using your favourite podcast player. Or you can visit the businessbehindyourbusiness.com website. 